0: You're listening to an Irreverent Media Podcast. Go to irreverent.fm for more content from our friends.
1: Hello, I'm Sarah.
0: Hi, I'm Kevin. And, and
1: we're, we're your favorite
0: ants. We finally nailed it. We did
1: it. Okay, we're two best friends who have a lot in common and a lot on our mind.
0: And each week we're going to tell you what is on said minds, pop culture, Christian subculture, everything in between. And also we, ask, uh, we answer some questions from listeners, people like you.
1: And like your favorite ants. We've got lots of opinions and a few drinks in us.
0: Because it's um it's more fun that way, right? <laughs> so let's get into it. This is a new episode of Your Favorite Ants. Bow, bow, bow. Sorry. What are you sorry about, Sarah? <gasps> what are you sorry about this time? <laughs>
1: Is this really how we're starting? Yeah,
0: this is exactly how we're we're
1: starting. This is how we're starting. Yeah, this is how we're Uh, starting. Hello,
0: everyone, and welcome to
1: Hello. uh,
0: This wonderful thing that we call Your Favorite Ants. I'm Kevin. ants. And I'm Sarah. And I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia.
1: Coming to you live from Costa Mesa, California.
0: And you know what? We really like the fact that you're here with us today. Thank you so much for being with us. Hallelujah. Blessed, <laughs>
1: blessed uh, be the name.
0: Blessed be the name. We're messing around with a couple of different things right now as I'm kind of like talking, messing around. Um, we got a very special guest on the show for you today because if you didn't know, this is a live show and pe- because of the power of technology, people can join us in real time. Sarah, could you please tell the people who's joining us real today time. for your favorite dance? <sighs>
1: yeah so we have an uncle joining us today uh jared bias who is one of kevin and i's favorite people and we say that even when you're not around jared it's true uh, can i just hosts, sarah
0: you can't say the name before you just pull you gotta, you gotta give the the credits uh, and then say the name to get him hype. Mm, mm.
1: okay i'm sorry i'm a really bad okay okay yeah
0: yeah let's go back to last week start I over start a- over
1: okay Three, two, one. <laughs> Today's guest is one of the hosts of, but that gives it away too.
0: Does It doesn't it matter. You're giving the credits. You just don't say his okay. name. Okay. You put okay. the puzzle pieces together. And it's, it's to get them hype. <laughs> it's like it's like when Three, I walk on stage one. and I say, she's the, the pastor of First Coast of Mesa. She's the host of Sounderless, the podcast and your favorite aunt. She's the author of two books and she is well known within the Methodist community. It's Reverend Sarah Heath. That's how it goes. Yeah, now, okay, try, now try that.
1: Ready? Three, okay. two, two, one. one. <laughs> Go. Um. Today's guest is the co-host of a widely beloved podcast called The Bible for Normal People. He is also a well-known author, has written several books, and he is an entrepreneur. He is a former pastor. And to add to all of that, he is one of our favorite people. Ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, may I introduce you to one of our favorite people, Jared Byers! Bam,
0: bam, 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 bam,
1: bam.
2: Let's get the applause in there. That was that was some I'm applause.
1: So
0: Absolutely. I'm
1: so nervous. Let me
0: try something real quick. I'm gonna do minus and I'm gonna do Are minus. Are you gonna really
1: introduce him again? Because nope. I did a bad job.
0: No you, no, you did a fine job. What do y'all see now? Do you see anything good?
1: No, it's the same. I say the same.
0: Well, God hates us. That's what we've learned today. Unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Very unfortunate. Mm. But sometimes it'd be like that. But regardless, we're here together, Brady Bunch style. Jared, would you mind tilting your camera down ever so slightly? Yes. Just to get you in the center of the frame. Oh, yeah.
1: Jared looks
0: like. Looking so fly. (gasps) Go to YouTube. Go to Twitch.com or Twitch.tv slash your favorite ants.
1: What? I'm going to a baseball game, and so I'm wearing an uh, Angels shirt.
0: Oh, nice. Lo- the straights have entered the <laughs> chat, y'all. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> 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 Anyways, We're Jared. so offensive.
0: I am the f- most offensive here, but so Jared, um, we have a we have a couple different things we do on this show, and the first thing we want to know is how the hell are you?
1: Yeah, we
2: start with cool. how the hell are you? I am good. I'm solo solo parenting for the weekend. My My wife is on a herbalist retreat in upstate New York for the weekend. So Herbal. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, so it's good, no. it's all good. How, so all 16 children, you're taking care of all
2: 16 of your children? All
0: 47,000 children? Yes, <laughs> to both of those.
2: They, it actually started at 16 at the beginning of our time and it's up to that uh, over 40,000 now. Wow. That's how quickly we populate.
0: I'm really yeah. impressed at your evolutionary prowess.
1: <laughs> i think that's the first time i've heard you use that sentence
0: i'm just really good i've been watching a lot of Shit's creek recently and so i've just got a lot of moira rose and it's like like i'm just very impressed with your evolutionary prowess jared
2: <laughs> very good uh, you
0: seem to
1: have a lot of babies
0: uh, yeah a lot of babies um soira what about you how's the week been how are you feeling checking in
1: um Currently, very sweaty because I have to keep all of my windows closed, and it's very hot right now. And I have to keep my windows closed because there is construction happening all around me. Still, I know I complained about it last week, but this week it's on the uh, like construction. Like, how,
0: it's not like construction. Like, they're on, they're not on your schedule, obviously, Sarah. So, like, you don't have to no don't apologize for them.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and don't apologize so for complaining say, about it. It's annoying.
1: I know, but also like I'm sweating, and like I feel a little bit like you know it's a nice. little self-conscious Ew. I don't like that word
0: because I'm disgusting
1: yeah um, so how the hell are you doing wait what
2: Jared I, I was just going to ask is this, is this primarily a, a segment where you just apologize and Kevin just keeps telling you not to apologize is that what we do? Yeah. Here? So this is the mm.
1: Canadian portion of the podcast where mm-hmm. I um, am sorry for everything. And yeah. Kevin makes me feel better about it.
0: Yeah. If this, actually, this first part is actually called I'm Sorry with a tall O. <laughs> That's the new segment. If you like the name of the new segment, comment below. Let us know. Um, yeah.
1: It's... Yeah, basically me learning how to be empowered. Yeah. Like it hopefully will empower other people. So, friends, if you need to be empowered today.
0: Yeah, take my, um, my admonishment of Sarah and apply it to your own life. Take up some space. <laughs> Yell at somebody. Get mad about something. Um, but uh, now that we've checked in, I do have some things that I want to discuss today. I want Jared's take Wait. on them because this is very important. As Jared is like obviously a cultural the cultural commentator of our time Um, of
1: our time oh that wasn't in my intro should we start again oh my god shut up
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god well we have come to the portion of our show called did you hear did you hear
1: (laughs) did you guys hear
2: (gasps) i i heard
0: Oh. We have sound effects now. Perfect. So did you hear? We've got uh, basically anything going on pop culture or otherwise that we are interested in talking about.
1: We have two sport references, which I'm, I think the straights are affecting you. I'm, but anyway, keep going.
0: But also it's just like it's being relevant it's called being relevant Sarah I don't know if you've heard of it mm. Sorry, just kidding um, so Naomi Osaka this week has withdrawn from Wimbledon according to ESPN she said that she's taking some time uh, with personal uh, family and taking personal time to spend with family and friends on top of that she was recently um, like fined or like they said like if you don't show up for the press we're going to fine you and she said deuces I'm out um,
1: yeah and uh- and tell why, because that's an important part of it.
0: Why does she withdraw? Mm-hmm. Because she's fucking, like, she's got social anxiety. She's like somebody. Social
1: anxiety, and so being in front of the press has been really negative for her mental health, and so she said, I can't do it like this. I would mm-hmm. love to provide any sort of press package I can, but I can't do the question in person thing. It really is uh, detrimental to my mental health. And yeah. they said, then get off our tour.
0: And she said, fine. I'm for and it. I think she did. And now these bitches are going to lose a lot of money because because you're losing all of her fans and all the people who like also have a problem with the way that was handled
1: yeah it was really like one of these things where like we can't make adjustment for people who have actual diagnosed mental health at this point it's 2021 what are we mm-hmm. doing
0: jared, jared thoughts on tennis yeah because here's the thing we will talk over here's the thing uh Oh, I forgot my tequila in the kitchen. Jared, talk about this. I'll be back. I have to get my tequila.
2: Well, I don't I don't have a lot of opinions other than what you guys said. I think it's I, I go actually I go I go back and forth. I think the whole thing plays out as it plays out. I mean, I think they can they can require whatever they need to require and people can say yeah. no and they can lose money and that's the how that cookie crumbles. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's unfortunate. But that's, that's how it goes. And, and, and again, hopefully maybe that changes for the future and more and more people can speak up about that. And it, sometimes I feel like we think that there's only one way to do things. It's, it's sort of like the pandemic and ro- working remotely and how many people were like, we oh, can't yeah. do that because we'll lose all this. And then you had to, and lo and behold, it, it worked out. So,
1: so that's actually a, a super good point is that what will this cause um, like an adjustment? Like I think about um, even you know kneeling during the national anthem, right? Um, mm-hmm. Originally, when that happened, it caused this huge stir. People went on two sides, and um, it forced a conversation. It took a while to force that conversation, but I wonder what her forcing this conversation with them tennis will look like. Mm. Right,
0: right. I hope it does something or anything because uh, I I don't know if it will though because like <sighs> I don't know. I don't have hope in many things these days. Well, <laughs> at least not at least not within like any sort of like. A thing like professional tennis—they are capitalists, machine, and they want to make money at the end of the day. So, like,
2: well, that's what I was going to say. It depends on how much money they lose, right? As to what the conversation is.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking
2: about
1: losing money, we can transition into our next. Have you heard? The Kardashians are, are are exiting the building. Also, who goes into the kitchen and comes out with a muddled item? I'm just drinking Me? something out of a can.
0: Oh, it's not muddled. It's just a big old slice of grapefruit thrown in there. It ain't nothing fancy. Citrus. You ever heard of it?
1: I mean, I've heard of it, but I've just never, like, taken the time to
0: add it. Well, get on it. Yeah, as of this moment, uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians is going off the air after 13 seasons of being on the air. And granted, I only really watched the first few seasons because I was...
1: Did you see the one where I was in the back of it?
0: Um say what?
1: I was in the back of a Kardashian episode.
0: What? What does that mean?
2: So why, what do you, why, Kevin? Kevin, why? That was were, part of your intro of Sarah. I don't uh, understand.
0: You're right, hold on everyone, let me. Start over.
2: Get, everyone, I'm gonna start the live stream over completely. I'm gonna delete this Three. one. Two, one. <laughs> one. Wait, so
0: you were in the background of Kardashian's episode? Like you were in the same place as them and like you can see yeah, you in entirely. the background?
2: Mm hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Where did you spot? Yeah. Where'd you spot the crew? What were they doing? Where were you
1: 24? It's a, it's a restaurant in L.A. I was just having dinner before going to a concert, a show. And uh, all of a sudden, all these cameras came in. And it was because um, the Kardashians were having they were in the booth next to us. And so we're in the background.
0: Wow. So, can you see your hair, or is your face, or are you like blurred out? Did you just notice you?
1: I mean, this hair is everywhere, screaming infidelity. So mm-hmm, I don't know how you'd mm-hmm, miss it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, no, I don't. I didn't actually didn't watch it. My friend just told me that you could see us.
0: Wow. So this isn't even really special for you. This isn't really like a pop culture moment for you. This is just for me. <laughs> I'm the only. Well, one who-
1: here's the thing. I have this thing about like the Kardashians. Really, I don't know how you guys all feel about the Kardashians. I know some I people could take them really
2: love. On. I it's an them.
1: odd I it's an odd thing where I it's it art imitating life or life imitating art. Like I feel like so many people and I use art very loosely. So many people are trying to live a Kardashian life, but did the Kardashians have the life before they created the life? If that makes sense. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? I feel like it did when I said it. Yeah. Um it's a fake reality TV. Like it's fake reality, but I have to say mm-hmm. it wasn't um Oh gosh, guys, and I'm blanking on the name. The basketball player who is married to a Kardashian
0: for a while. Oh, the um he was married to Chloe. Shit, what is his yeah, name? Yeah,
1: what's his name? He had uh, a horrible accident. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, it was him. He was actually the one who was in the booth next to us and as as well as uh, her brother and one of the younger Kardashians and um what I had an awareness of, to be honest, was all of a sudden all the cameras showed up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you could tell that this was meant to be like a, like a caught moment, like a, like TMZ showed up as long as well as the Kardashian film crew. So originally it was just the film crew. Mm-hmm. They tried to come in a little discreetly, but you realize how much of it, like, here are these people trying to have dinner together. How do you have real relationship when mm-hmm. everything you say and do is filmed? And I guess there's a little bit of that, right? Like people are experiencing that in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, But it just it was a really odd moment. I mean,
0: I mean, also just as someone who has never been on a reality television show myself, I wonder if for them they're like, this is they're like, you know what, if these people are going to pay me to follow me around with a camera. I'm going to do it because like, yeah, I never want to get mad. I never want to be mad at anyone for getting coined, but I will say like the way, you know, it's celebrity deification and just kind of like putting them on this level of, if I get this, I will be happy. And I don't know, it's hard. I, I celebrity culture is very strange because I also recognize the ways in which I also aspire to that in some ways. Cause like, I'm not gonna lie. I went one Sunday when I went to the Shaka Khan Hacienda, I got recognized three times by three different people at a queer dance party in Atlanta. I'm not gonna lie, that or made me feel pretty good.
1: For your work in um LGBTQIA advocacy, not for your dance
0: moves. That's fucked up, Sarah. I just want to say that everyone was recognizing my dance moves. All right. So <laughs> I mean no no
2: your I dance moves, but I'm just saying like the same like, thing. <laughs> Aren't those
0: right. the same thing? You're right. You're right.
1: Sorry, <laughs> right, Jared. Clearly is right. Your dance moves express your theology, obviously.
0: <gasps> Embodied also speaking of it dance move, embodying my theology, um, I want to say, having in our pop culture, shout out to um, our girl Rachel Held Evans and, uh, and our yeah. girl Matthew Paul Turner for uh, your new book.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, really great, really great. It, I mean, it's great to have uh, Matthew on the podcast too, um, just to hear more of his heart and everything. So <clears throat> take a listen to that episode,
0: but it was good. Which, on, which podcast is that on now? uh the bible for normal people <gasps> is that a podcast there that you is. host
2: uh, i'm a co-host did you not I mean, listen some, to my intro some mm. might say i'm the main host but um that would just be my mom that would just be my mom
0: oh
1: oh yeah oh no my dad is a equally a fan of both of you just so you know my parents are the biggest fans of jared and pete like i don't even know if they listen to our podcast but they definitely oh. listen to jared and pete
0: that's I mean, I get that. I mean, we're because Jared and Pete, I feel like they have like, we're going to create something artful and delightful and delicious. And I'm <laughs> over here screaming about my tequila smoking a joint off screen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I um, yelled a Chris Carraba song as reference. So we're doing great. I did just but buy does, tickets for it, his new show.
2: Does does any of your does your family listen to or watch the things that you do? Because my family does not like. Mm-mm. But not not any the of them ripped. bit. In, yeah. So, I think that's I think, just part of the course. I
1: think my brother is shy and so I mean since we were little my brother has been pulling me down saying please stop. Um and so I think I am like my brother is so great and so supportive but I think it makes him nervous like actually nervous that I am who I
2: am.
0: Let him be nervous.
2: Have you have um, you apologized to him for being you?
1: No, because we're both Canadians. So what happens is you get in an apology loop. So I'm sorry. sorry, really sorry then I'm sorry. No one knows who's sorry. Then there's a sorry war, which just is like, you know.
0: And eventually you all come back to the heart of worship anyways, right?
1: And that's how hockey started. Everyone was really sorry. And that's how hockey was created. And so like, wondering.
0: So hockey is the one place where just like everyone understands that when I punch you in the face, I'm already sorry about it
1: yeah it's a preemptive sorry.
0: Mm, got it i love that mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> um, sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> all right I mean, sorry um moving moving on i don't know next. what this next one is you uh, put it on here I who can't. is who is she what's going on
1: you might know this jared christian erickson do you know who that is uh no So Christian Eriksson is a soccer player who plays for Denmark. He's 29 years old and he had a heart attack on the field. And as he had a heart attack on the field, uh, the the other players grabbed flags from there. So they're, I think they were playing Russia, grabbed flags from the other opposing side and they covered the, so he had privacy as they were like trying to resuscitate him. And the fans of both sides, like Denmark was yelling Christian and, um, I think it's Russia, I should have looked that up, We're yelling uh, Ericsson and they were yelling his name. And it is this powerful, beautiful uh, moment where Fan and like all the players from both teams circled around him so that the medics could give care in privacy. Um, he mm. ended up, he did survive, which is incredible. And he called the teams, both teams stopped playing. They refused to play until they knew his status. And then he called his team and said, you can start playing, I'm going in for surgery. Mm so that um, is gosh. actually a very sweet Den- story yeah watching the videos I was weeping listening to the because I don't know mm. if you know much about uh, football
0: soccer they usually hate each uh, other right they're usually like they very
1: hooligans hooligans yeah. I mean literally you have to sit a certain distance away in certain um, uh, like stadiums because uh, pee in a bottle can only be thrown at a certain distance so they figure that out like this is how aggressive hooligans are but for them to just be like this wow. is, he's one of us. And then the two teams that were playing later in the evening, someone went and got t-shirts. So they weren't even like at all involved. They're play They're from different countries. They were all wearing shirts that said, get mm. better, Christian. Mm.
0: And, you know, somebody out there was making a buck off of that. There's just like, we're selling the shirts. 15 <laughs> bucks right here. Yeah, I got you. All the money is going towards his recovery. That man's not going to see a dollar of that. That man, it just no. got. Um, Well, I'm so glad that the only people who got to play water sports that night, wink, wink, are the people who had consent. You know what I'm saying?
2: Wow.
0: Wow. Okay, so water sports is another name for piss play in the bedroom. And so I was making a joke. That's an illusion mm for the the urine in the water bottle.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I don't. It
0: was funny. It was funny. It was funny.
2: I just I didn't sorry hey you know what that, that actually uh that makes me think do you want to hear a story I've, I've actually i've never shared this i don't think i've actually shared it out loud Story
0: time story time uh but it Ooh. had to do with pee
2: in a bottle and it reminded me of it i haven't thought of it in years
0: <laughs> yes years
2: yep. so uh, uh, could... i was probably i don't know eight or nine years old and i had a best friend david and for some reason one time we decided to just pull out our super soaker which is not a, a euphemism like our actual uh it was a oh, water like the gun, gun the water gun <laughs> yeah Right. And uh, and we we peed in it. We just took turns over and over peeing in the super soaker and we just left it like hidden somewhere. So my dad went out to like clean up the yard. He he thought he was being like great. And he came after me and Dave (laughs) with your own pee with your. (gasps) Oh,
0: my God.
2: So we had to tell him because we wanted him to stop.
0: And he was thinking, why did you do that, you crazy children?
2: No,
1: he wasn't. <laughs> so get, y'all know. I got super,
0: super soaked with my own pee at age nine. There you go. You know, sometimes it'd be like that. Also, could I pull off like the slick back look again? <laughs>
2: Ooh, I don't, I like I don't it. know. I, I don't know. It has a little bit of a... If you had the ponytail, it feels a little Steven seagal
0: so put the put it up. But
1: also, put, yeah, put it up. Don't you feel like he looks like a drug dealer in like Little Havana right now, like Ooh. just like a little, a yeah,
0: little bit South Florida, like the Ozarks? I don't have my my hair tie on me. Um,
2: How would you compare the Ozarks well, with South Florida?
0: That's it's in the. Oh wait, that's different geographically, isn't it? Where's yeah. the Ozarks? It's in, it's in Missouri. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about that then. <laughs> I thought I thought drugs. I thought South Florida. I thought about that show. And I'm like, Ozarks, that's in Florida, right? OK,
1: <laughs> this has been your section on geography. We yeah. To move on to the next section, Jared, which you'll love, I think, which is grievances. So um, basically the format of the show is imagine you're with your aunts like your aunts have had a couple of all, drink, the,
0: all the fine uh, uncles, too, like all the older people the in the uncles. family.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh, he just calls you old. Um, so it's all of the relatives are together. And it's always usually in a, a three format. So it starts off with them sharing how they're doing. Then we move into, hey, did you hear? And then it gets closer to like, then they turn it into grievances. And then we move into question and answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's how this show goes. So we're talking about grievances. This is a good one. I was going to put it on here if you didn't, because it's actually a question that a listener wrote in today. So... Uh, Yeah, let's talk about Juneteenth, which is technically tomorrow, but is being celebrated today,
0: which is great. We love having the national recognition of a holiday that has been around for a lot longer. I am very, very. Pissed that this got bipartisan, bipartisan support, and yet covid relief can't get bipartisan support, environmental reform can't get bipartisan support. The George Floyd Justice and Policing Act cannot get support like uh, it's you know performative, and so performative
1: is the word, yeah. And yeah, I think that's, that's a good the, word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been saying, you know, obviously. Uh, I always go to there's certain voices that I go to listen to, and a lot of them are saying it's exciting and.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yeah. No, I've been hearing that as well, and also there are it's funny to me that this is the thing that gets this widespread support and there are still people who are opposed to it which is baffling to me yeah
0: um but yeah it's you know it's it is what it is so happy juneteenth everyone make sure that you uh do something and that, also, yeah um do something with your black friends you know if they invite you um <laughs>
1: Like support their work, their creative work. Uh, Yeah, send them
0: some money. Oh, um, sign up. So our friend Tori Douglas um, is doing a big drive to help pay rent for a black family um, in celebration of Juneteenth. So you can go to follow Tori Glass on Twitter um, Twitter or Instagram or Instagram. Find out what she's doing and do something great this Juneteenth this Juneteenth. Um, and
1: maybe watch the documentary "High on the Hog," which is a uh, fantastic cooking show about um, how African cuisine actually transformed all of America. So that's a great way to celebrate and to also educate.
0: Yep. Excellent. Um, I would like to jump to one that we all—I think we all have a lot to say, or maybe not too much to say, but because we're not surprised. Uh, you know how that whole trend of people leaving the church is happening? Well. The SBC really no. took the Olympic gold <laughs> this, this week. Oh, um, they get for it? And as Mason Menenga said on Twitter, I love the story about how Jesus fed the same amount of people who are leaving the SBC on a daily basis.
2: <laughs> oh no, that's, I, that's the, definitely the story. It's funny how much though I don't, I don't particularly care as much as I used to because mm-hmm. I'm not in that world. So same. that feels good too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, Where are you it's, a, Baptist? yeah, I grew up Southern Baptist. Yeah. No way.
0: Actual SBC.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I went to Liberty. How did I not know that?
0: We've probably thought I we've talked that? about it before, but like, that's wild. About
2: it. ADHD. Yeah. yeah, man. I was a, I was a philosophy major at Liberty. So we were, I was definitely on the, on the outskirts there, but yep. So yeah, I grew up SBC and, uh, like all those names that get thrown around and all the the higher ups in that hierarchy are people that I would have heard a lot of and no family members and all that jazz.
0: That's wild to me. But uh, the thing that I've been finding most upsetting about this whole thing is that there are people coming forward like asking for independent investigations of sexual assault allegations that have happened in like the high ups of the SBC and they're all saying mm, we can't do, we can't do that because it's um it would hurt the denomination and i'm like
1: <laughs> this
0: would hurt the, this would hurt, <laughs> hurt the denomination this would hurt the denomination
2: oh it's such it's so classic it's like we, yeah we can't be called out for the things because that's gonna be you, you just called the troublemaker right like the trouble isn't caused by the people perpetrating acts of violence mm-hmm. it's when you call it out that's the real problem is that you're being divisive
0: mm-hmm Oh, that's the one they do. They love calling us oh, divisive. That's a
1: word. I literally felt my entire body go.
0: Oh, same. Yeah! I didn't I didn't know that was a trigger word for me, but there it is. <laughs> oh, being divisive right. within the body of Christ. There was nothing worse than sowing division, baby.
2: Mhm. Right.
0: Oh, and it was they actually used this, like that's actually like they use like one of the Proverbs. It was like six things the Lord hates, seven things that the Lord detests. And like, it's like the seventh one is the most important. And it's the one who sows discord among the brothers. Yeah. And so, wow, that's hammered in there, y'all.
2: I know. It is I, love that. I love that, though, because then when you go to the actual Bible and you see the prophets, it's almost like plays out the exact same way. Like that was the story of the people who covered everything up and just, we're saying good things about the higher ups and the elite and the higher, the the monarchy, um, then then you have the real prophets who come along and say no no that's kind of all bullshit. Um, there's some real problems going on, and they mm. just dismiss them as being troublemakers. So
0: always the troublemakers.
1: I, yep. I want to know. We only have a couple of people watching today, but I want to know. Like, did any of you grow up SBC? Is any of this shocking to you? Is like, so I, the thing I read in the news today was that the person who got an, nominated to be the lead of the SBC is actually considered a moderate, if not liberal. Is that true? <laughs> Do you guys know?
0: Oh, no fucking clue. I don't keep up with that shit, man.
2: I don't know. I It's like, I know J, Is J.D. Greer is the current president of the SBC. Is, I are think you saying that voted his, out. his term is up? Oh. And they have a new one coming Cause, in. Because J.D. Guys. Greer would seen as like, I should have looked it up for you. Well, J.D. Greer was seen as a moderate. Like the guy who's in there now was kind mm-hmm. of a moderate.
1: <sighs> I'm oh, going to look it up, guys. It. SBC president. You guys keep What are talking. we comparing oh, it to? Oh, yeah. So
2: the president vote.
1: Mm. So the Baptist Convention elects Ed Litton? Ed, pastor known what? for racial reconciliation, is the surprise winner of the SBC.
0: Mm. Um, is he
2: black? Is he black?
1: He is not. He Ugh. is. You're gonna shocker. be surprised. An older white man,
2: but <laughs> he is known. I'm- <laughs> He's from Alabama. Ah. What? What? The double shocker. That's too much. It's too much. Yeah. As we see, you
0: really, you really shook things up over there.
2: But he is. Actually,
1: people are having a really tough time today because he is. He was the surprise. He was the no one. No one thought he would win.
2: Well, What's you... surprising about you need to follow up on this? What's surprising about an old white guy being president of the SBC? I don't understand.
1: That's a great point. I think the, the thing that's surprising is that the other person that was running against him, which I didn't know that was, I didn't know was like a student council, you know, mm-hmm. nomination here thing. But the person it, 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 that was running ag- against him was uh, someone who was way more conservative, Fred. Oh, hold on. No, that's a different person. Yeah. So in electing Lytton, Lit- Southern Baptists bucked a push from more conservative members wanting to push the denomination further to the right, feeling that they had moved too far to the left. Litton was the only <laughs> candidate. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs>
2: who
1: said we need to prevent more departures of minority minority pastors and churches from the denomination. Let's try to keep our minorities as part of the denomination.
0: I mean, that's a great thing. Keep your minorities as part of your so population. Mike
1: Stone and Ed Litton were the t- the only they were the two that had to head off for a uh, they had to have runoff because they were up against each other. What should be frightening to everyone is that uh, Ed Stone is scarily conservative. Well, he feels like the oh, sorry, Mike Stone. He feels he's Mike Stone, Stone is disappointed. Mike Stone.
0: It's like that lawyer listening. you call like when you get in a car accident. It's just like call Mike Stone. He'll get so your he ten thousand dollars settlement.
1: He really wants the the church to speak up against critical race theory and intersectionality. So that's who Mike Stone is. You guys are welcome.
0: cool. We live. And you
1: owe you both owe me. Uh, you know, cash not casualty pay. What do they call that? The pay for like when you have Hazard to go pay? into the. I need hazard pay for going in that part of the internet, guys. Yeah. I just read that from the SBC Yeah. Website. If you guys
0: uh what's your drop your cash up, Sarah? How can people send you a tip for <laughs> your emotional labor?
1: Uh
0: Cash App Rev Sarah I, Heath, I bet. No doubt. It's Rev Sarah Heath everywhere it is, else.
1: It's Sarah Heath five on Venmo. Sarah Heath five that.
0: on Venmo. Send send her five dollars for that. Buy her a drink. Um oh, gosh. Okay, I don't want to talk I about love them that you anymore. Know that
1: my drink's Cost a total of five dollars. It's, really it's because rare. you
0: are like me and you drink a vodka soda because gay.
1: <laughs> That's what makes me gay. I don't like women, but I do like a vodka soda.
0: Yeah, it's like me. It's like anyone who drinks iced coffee, you're gay. That's how it works.
2: I, sc- I didn't know I was going to uh, get a biology lesson here.
0: Yeah, it's fact. Okay? Oh
2: yeah.
0: Um, last thing I have to um, I have to complain about, and then we'll move on to some questions. Um, and it's not really anything shocking actually it is a little shocking and weird and and I would love to hear y'all's takes on this is that the Supreme Court sided with a Catholic adoption agency um, who is choosing to turn away prospective foster parents and adoptive parents who are same sex couples Um, uh, yikes one should the Catholic Church be allowed to manage uh the adoption of children
2: yeah that was my that was my first grievance. Is i think we got to start separating these things out a
0: little better yeah Are a lot better
1: i think one of our problems too is that there aren't a lot of people doing it really well and the catholic church does have longevity in it and so it's difficult because it's like who if they know if not who you know mm-hmm. who's going to do it uh the interesting thing is, if you want to get all sciencey and nerdy, um, st- a lot of studies have been done that actually kids that come from same-sex parental units actually are emotionally more stable.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I, um, I I'm wonder why that could Anderson- be. Anderson Cooper made a very bold statement a couple of years ago, and I really agree with him. Um, Anderson Cooper, when these studies came out, it was probably two years ago, said, look, I'm going to stand with the rights of same, you know, of um, heterosexual couples to still be allowed to adopt, even though we know that put, placing them in a heterosexual couple could risk the emotional mm-hmm. well-being mm-hmm. of a child.
0: Hello, really
1: peed my pants because <laughs> I thought he goes mm-hmm. straight into the camera, looks into the camera, goes, "I want you to know, heterosexual friends and colleagues, I'm going to continue to fight for your right to be able to adopt children." But mm-hmm. I think that's the people will not be con- like confused by the facts; like they won't um, they. They won't allow themselves to. Wait, is that was, that, that
0: was a play on words, right? Yes.
1: I won't be confused by the facts.
0: Uh-oh.
1: Yes. My <laughs> okay, because, because you just like,
0: you just like skated over that. Like it was just like some funny pun. And we're both sitting here like, yeah, Sarah's making a very serious point. And then we both looked at each other like, wait a minute.
1: I know, and I can't see you, so I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) I mean, Jared could be spending this entire time flipping me off. I have no idea.
0: That's actually actually, what he's been doing. Actually, he's been showing, like just mooning you this whole time. Just (laughs) shaking his butt.
2: What? It was a term of endearment. I was like, it was supposed to be a positive thing. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) Like in, in like, baboon culture?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's what I... uh,
1: I think that that's, I, I don't think, I think we have to be very, very careful when we allow churches to decide any denomination to decide who can and cannot raise their own children. Uh, Let's just give the example of indigenous people in Canada, first nations. I mean, Mm. when we decide it is just, there's so much to be said about, how do we care for those among us who aren't, um, who d- don't have the ability to, to mm-hmm. be parented by their own parents? And I think it's a it's a layered thing because the foster system is completely broken, mm-hmm. the adoption system is completely broken, and so there is this loveliness where the church steps in and quote unquote is the church. But then we define these things that we think are harmful for children, and we find out statistically it's not harmful for mm-hmm. children, but we continue to go on and on with as if it is harmful to children yeah. so and i also just I want
0: to like should. make like a little point just like i wouldn't even like use the royal we in this point because i, I like I, I like i look at that and i'm just like i am not responsible for what the catholic church is doing here you know oh no and no. that's and that's one of those things where it's just like i i want to sometimes like put like the the blame where it's due and it's right there mm. And because I think sometimes it's like that is the behavior that is incorrect. It's not saying that like they're not doing a good job of helping find loving homes for people, you know? And also it's like, I, it's wrong. And so it's like, it's it's not a mystery as to why. It's it's right there. And there's a very, there's a way to figure out how to do it. It's just that, again, like our country is, I hate it here (laughs) now. Cause now I was going to go into girl, Don't tell me what I love and do not love, girl. I love being here with my friends. I love cities here. I love the people. I hated here. You know what I'm saying?
2: (laughs) I
1: love that you put your hair behind your ears. You
0: know. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I think we should stop complaining about stuff because I think that we need a little uplifting moment for a Friday because I'm kicking off my weekend. This is the last thing I have to do today. I don't know, Jared, what are you doing on a Friday night?
2: Uh, it is usually homemade
0: pizza and movie night with the kids because I am hip to that. <gasps> how do you stuff. how do you make any how do you make your pizzas? Uh,
2: well, actually, it's a family affair. So my son uh, makes the dough from scratch and rolls, and then my wife rolls it out, and then I do all the baking, and my other kids just eat it. But oh no, that's <laughs> not true. My other son gets all the toppings ready, so he'll chop up the olives and the onions and
0: ew olives uh, ew yeah. Two
2: Let's of my kids olives. like olives. I love olives.
0: Ew yeah. I had a friend of mine who we went out the other night, she said, I want something with olives in it. And she's like, "Can does a Manhattan, I want want something, I want a vodka martini with extra olives. I'm like, you've never had that before. I don't think you're gonna like it. No, 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 I'm gonna like it. Had extra olives, she didn't like it at all because it was a dirty martini. And you know who likes dirty martinis? Old women like me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Old Hollywood broads, that's what you are
0: that's what i you're absolutely correct anyways now we've come to the point of the show which was um the original name of a show but then we changed it because it's what we do um it's called ask your Ants, and here we are to talk about questions and give you some opinions maybe not answers but definitely opinions um and sarah i want you to kick it off what do you got for us
1: Yeah, so somebody asked the question in um, my direct messages about cannabis, which we asked them about (laughs) to ask about cannabis. So um, their point was, as a Christian, uh, I should read, as a Christian, um, now that cannabis is legal in my area, does that mean it's okay for me to use it? And if so, um, (laughs) you just said yes, that's it. Yes. Yes, done. Next question. Um, and so how do we deal with um, social change when social change happens? So the idea of I think it is a cannabis question, but it's also like so if I start using now that it's legal, which they say then gives it it does that give it per, permission within Christian mm-hmm. faith, which do you have a puppet? Are you about to use a puppet
0: no, no, no. in this moment? No, no, no. This is my dog's toy. It has a squeaker in it, which I'm going to remove so I can give it to her. Um,
1: OK. Go get it. I thought you were about to give us a whole cannabis lesson using a puppet.
0: Oh my god! Wouldn't that be something? Maybe I <laughs> yeah, should. It Would have been great if you. Would That's have, if you actually like a song, and you would have had a whole bum, presentation bum, bum, right bum, 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 bing. Yeah, actually,
1: cannabis is okay in the church. Today, I have my friend, Mister Disciple. Disciple. Mister Disciple,
0: you feel? girl, you got to get who's who's on your writing staff. <laughs> <laughs> Oof! Listen, as somebody who comes from puppet ministry. Like, I know I know a thing or two. I
1: just an entire group of people. Those who are in puppet ministry.
0: I actually had a, a podcast conversation with uh, this amazing queer therapist in Chicago named Ray McDaniel. And they were adopted into a uh, puppet missionary family. They were like the sixth person adopted into a puppet missionary family. Like, they would travel around the country and do puppet ministry. They were
2: trying to get puppets
0: saved? I, you know... <laughs> all of those sex worker puppets out there all of those homeless puppets all of those gothic puppets all of those homosexual puppets got to get them to clean up their act.
1: i want to make you about somebody's hand being up someone else's butt but i'm not going to do it i just am saying I oh girl to.
0: not a whole hand not for this Mm-mm. that's there are some people we're not here to kink shame but that is not my blessing <laughs>
1: Oh.
0: Anyways, uh, cannabis.
1: We have fun, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. So cannabis, as a as a as a thought, um, as something that has become more accepted. So you are a cannabis user. I. And it, as
0: cannabis, in you, you mean I, me?
1: Yes sorry i can't see jared unless i look this way because i put him on well not him alone <laughs> I, just I put him
0: alone on, on my like... screen over here on a separate <laughs> no, thing wait. that i don't look at
1: yeah uh but i will say my my thing is is like how what do we do when things become mm-hmm. like things were so shamed so think about like alcohol there was a moment when church was like no 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 with alcohol wait southern baptist are you guys still anti you guys grew up
0: in that well, depends. World. depends on the Southern Baptist because my, I had an aunt who was like staunchly Southern Baptist and she was the kind of Baptist who didn't dance. Like it was against the Bible to dance.
1: What if you don't dance?
0: Um, so you're... I want to start off with two things. Uh, A of all, um, it is, there's nothing in the Bible that says that you can't enjoy smoking or using cannabis products. Period. The end. Um, two, I would like to say that the only reason that cannabis is illegal is because of racism and anti-blackness. The war on drugs was meant to suppress black people who were industrious and working around the system. Uh, and so the government was just like, let's illegalize it, um, while they were also like pumping money into bringing drugs into the, comp- into the country. It was a whole big to-do. I
1: think... Illegalize it is just let's make it illegal. I don't think let's illegalize it is how they, I don't know. I just, corrected yeah, if I'm good at English at all,
0: I know that <laughs> that's not a word. I know that illegal cannot become a verb. Let's illegalize even, it. Well, if, if legalize yeah, something, if you can legalize something, you could definitely illegalize something. Absolutely. Jared,
1: way in. How do you feel? Not about grammar, more about this whole oh, idea that's
0: a bummer. of, uh, um, <laughs>
1: Oh, I mean, or or jump in on the. You
2: can. Do you think cannabis
0: my- should be illegalized or legalized?
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, I I don't <gasps> I don't care. I think it's fine. You know what I was going to say. I have to say share this because you mentioned Southern Baptists and and drinking. My favorite joke as a kid that got told amongst the SBC folks was, "How do you keep a Baptist from drinking on your all your beer on a fishing trip? You make sure you invite two of them." Um,
0: <gasps> That's it.
2: Oh. That's it. Oh. Yeah. No, so but Can they tell uh, one that's I, yeah.
1: Methodist and Baptist? How do you know the difference between a Methodist and a Baptist? I don't know. A Methodist will say hi to you in a beer store.
2: <laughs> nice. That's... Similar, similar, yeah. Um uh, as far as cannabis goes, I yeah, I have no problem with it. I I don't have any problem with it. And my, my main problem with it is whenever I smoke it or have an edible or something, mm-hmm. I just don't like it. So that's my mm-hmm. only problem with it.
0: Oh, you don't like the experience it gives you?
2: I think maybe i'm a bit too much of a control freak surprise surprise mm. i don't know i think maybe that has something to do with it
0: maybe so maybe you should maybe when we're hanging out we can experiment a little bit and um yeah. we can, can be just my like, guide yeah check it i'll be your guide on a weed trip mm-hmm. sounds good um
1: i think this is highlighting something though for people who ask the, these kind of questions because mm-hmm. they're I think a lot of people who go through this idea of deconstruction have this whole, what, mm-hmm. Is now everything permissive? And what if everything is permissive? Is that okay?
0: Yeah. So well,
1: if no one is telling me what is black and white, how do I figure out morality for myself?
2: Exactly. I that. that, I mean, that's exactly the question, right? You have to figure out morality for yourself. That's called wisdom. Like mm. once we take away the rules, we recognize we're anemic. Like we haven't, I, I liken it to uh, we've been, we've been bedridden for like 20 years. And then someone tells us we have to get up and run. And we realize that our Mm. our muscles are completely atrophied. Like our moral muscles are atrophied because Mm -hmm. rules don't build your moral muscles. They actually Mm -hmm. do the work for you.
0: Yeah. And so, and like being able to like, and not really having like the, the, the space or even like we feel like we even have permission to figure out what is right or wrong because it's just like, I'm just so afraid of messing up. And then I think on the other side of it too, is even after like I was like fully out of the closet. I was so afraid of hurting other people that I I was lying a lot to a lot of different people. It was very strange. Like even after coming out, like all the lying I had to do in my past, I kept doing it because mm. that's the only way I knew how to survive. And so like once I got past like this, yeah. Anyways, all i have to say, um, when we're creating like our own like moral landscape, the thing we need to like. Consider is I mean my favorite thing is what Matthias said in his book Shameless non-spawn. Um, uh, is it moving us towards connection or is it moving towards disconnection? Like, is it making you feel safe at home in yourself or is it making you feel like not that? And so um, I think cannabis, like all other drugs um, or all other controlled substances, because I don't like it's not drug; it's a plant slash medicine. Um, you know, it, like, it's like alcohol. Like, if you're somebody who is using it uh, as an escape or you're using it, uh, then you should examine that. But, like, I look at it, like, the same way. Like, I look at any sort of addiction issue. like, is this impacting my finances, my relationships, my ability to get my bills paid, my ability to interact with other people, et cetera, et cetera. And if the answer is yes, then I should inquire. So.
1: And I think you have to do the inquiry yourself because I think for a lot of folks especially the people we encounter in all three of our work fields a lot of people have been told an intermediary was needed between them and god Mm -hmm. and that intermediary might have said hey if you use cannabis your relationship with god will be affected right so a lot of people are even being affected by like the 1980s like satanic panic and drugs were always put into that, right? We're putting, you know, dare satanic.
0: and all that sort of stuff. Oh my gosh, I won an essay contest in third grade about not using weed. Third grade. Got yes. a got a medal and everything. Look at so me. So I now. think
1: we we have to honor the fact that as much as you have to actually ask the question, is this separating me from the divine in your understanding of what that connection looks like and feels like? And to be okay with sometimes it's going to feel uncomfortable to step into a new identity and make decisions for yourself when you've always been told that, that like, you cannot trust your own feelings or mm-hmm. your own sentiments. And so it's a, it is a, I, I don't want us to like skim past it and just say, oh, it's so easy to just start all these things, because there is that moment where you're standing on a threshold going, is this the moment they talked about? Cause the, it was really well packaged mm. and well sold.
2: Well, to, I w- I, the only thing I would nuance there too is sometimes, and this is, this is definitely my eightness coming through for sure. Mm-hmm. But you know, cause there was this conflation of our conscience with the Holy spirit when I was a kid. Right. Yes. And, and so for me, there were certain things that I actually just came to an intellectual, like understanding of like, no, this isn't wrong and I'm going to do it. And I'm just going to push through all my guilt, things every time until it's I don't feel guilty about it anymore because I like I could mm-hmm. I could have enough space where I could name it as mm-hmm. like I can't I actually can't trust my feelings in this mm-hmm. because it's been downloaded to me right. so many times that this is a bad thing and you should feel guilty so my my intuition and my feelings were all jumbled up about it but mm-hmm. in my head like I knew it wasn't Fear. so I just gave myself like years to just practice bad habits that were called bad habits that I thought were good habits and eventually that you know my uh, all of a sudden my conscience the holy spirit decided it wasn't wrong anymore so So your feelings were
1: not your own like so you know the idea of like don't trust your feelings the truth of the matter was your feelings had almost been downloaded for you is that a fair way Mm -hmm. of reading that
0: or programmed into you
2: yeah i would think so but i also think that's true for everybody in some sense
0: and i think that's exactly right is that there is the I mean, our culture programs us in to, to behave a certain way so that we could actually try to survive and actually, as a species, survive. <clears throat> so it makes sense. Um, and at so the same time- I feel so many
1: of the things that, I'm sorry, I was just gonna say, I feel like so many of our answers really get down to the whole idea of being curious. Mm. Like, why do I feel this way? Yeah. Why? why you almost return to a child i feel like i read something about that in scripture but if you know like you return to this idea of like a child but why but why but why Mm -hmm. because at some point the but why is going to get to the like where did i really get this from did i get this from an internal knowing or Mm -hmm. was this something that like was shared with me enough that it became a liturgy in my very soul and then how do i move through this
0: shit poetry became a liturgy in my soul that was just off the cuff are you fucking kidding me
1: I mean, you know, so is my terrible grammar. So,
0: I mean, girl, who are you talking to? I'm a multitude. I'm a yeah. multitude. Yeah. You know what the demon inside me It's not one? homosexuality. It's dyslexia. I want to be healed of that. <laughs> uh. um, um,
1: okay. So we have time for one more question. Do you have a question? Jared I actually. Joining us, by the way.
0: Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I do, but I do have a question for Jared Bias. Um, and Jared Bias is, um, uh, among other things, just a lovely person is, uh, how much do you miss both of us? Like, do, you, do you think, how often do you think of me and Sarah? That's what I really want to know.
2: I I think of you um, bi-weekly. <gasps> yeah. That's bi-weekly. nice.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Hey, more.
2: I get to uh, I get to see you this summer, I think. Right?
0: I know, we're so excited. So two things, um, Jared Bias is going to be joining me for the Wonderfully Made Tour in Nashville, Tennessee. Just by happenstance. Like truly just- When is just, that one? Uh, that one is, uh, see this is- Not my calendar.
2: Friday, Sorry. August 20th.
0: Yes, that's correct. Um, we're currently working on getting a space booked. It's going to be lit we have uh guests such as jamie lee finch juliana zobrist <gasps> matthew paul turner in nashville Jared. yep and also i'm gonna hit up uh msj aka mickey scott bay jones dr robin i'm really trying to pack out these last two weekends uh in nashville and atlanta to make so... them the coolest fucking nights
1: guys i have to work on my earstream, but i'm probably just gonna come to nashville early aren't i
0: bring your why can't you bring it to nashville and work on it there
1: i do have a car that i can pull that far also well, who has land
0: um there's you think you own whatever land you land on right
1: i mean i don't know i mean i'm white so is that the rule no 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 i'm yeah. basically
0: saying no the the, the implication <laughs> is go through the whole song and she's saying you can't own the land exactly i'm even though kidding, which is way. also i, I just don't want to say that. like you know mild grievance i loved Pocahontas growing up and then when I realized that it was a farce it made me so sad because I'm like <sighs> Can
1: I tell you my Pocahontas story? So my um, <laughs> oh, my, no. grand- okay. my grandfather
2: My grandfather They had a documentary about it and she was in the background
1: the <laughs> <laughs> I was in the background Sarah the background
0: is, is background. actually <laughs> very very old and she's been here for it. a long time
1: Now, my grandfather, who was incredible, British, Southern British guy, or Northern British guy, very grumpy, hysterical. He, um, my niece, uh, not my niece, my cousins were a lot younger than me. My mom is the oldest of four. Um, So my nieces were adorable little cutie patooties. They were four years old. And um, I don't know if you know, uh, people from Northern England almost have a Scottish accent. So my little niece ran, or my little uh, cousin ran up you know two pigtails and said can we watch pocahontas and my grandfather says to a four-year-old no it's crap I <laughs> need to tell her about why we can't watch pocahontas because it is an inaccurate portrayal of the of the suffrage of those involved and i thought great message not sure a four-year-old no, should that be
0: four-year-old <laughs> needed to know exactly what's going on they can handle it
1: But it's still one of my favorite memories And oh so he said no it's crap And my little like baby cousin turns to me and goes we cannot watch it because Pop-pop said it's crap There you go And that is our family
0: Oh little baby Um, For those of you listening to this on the podcast There's a pug on screen now Oh shoot
1: Wait I can't wait hold on I have to look on the other side (gasps) Does
0: the pug
2: have a mask?
0: No it's a harness No
2: it's, it's a harness yeah Oh
0: okay um well um friends scholars and everyone in between we have come to the hour and i know that jared has to go be a father because he's solo parenting this weekend and i need to go eat some food sarah probably has something important to do but before we go jared is there there anything that you want to promote anything you got going on anything and also where can people find you on the internet
2: uh, yeah, I mean, if you haven't already, you can pick up a copy of my latest book, Love Matters More, and right you can find that at, at uh, jaredbias.com, and of course, uh, com is all things that.
1: And it's so good, guys. Actually, Love Matters More is an incredible book. It's really good.
0: It's, it's V good. Um, Sarah Heath, do you have anything v. you need to promote?
1: Uh, no, not so much. Uh, this is my... Second to last week as a pastor, and so feeling a, as a pastor in a local church, uh, feeling a little bit nervous about that. I'm actually in the middle of our annual conference.
0: Sorry, I just wanted to put that off.
1: I love that you have sound now. This is so fun. I'm gonna uh, yeah, grow so my so I sound love, I would love for you to check out um, my work at revsarahheat.com as I get ready to. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna start doing a lot more stuff uh, as far as like mailing lists and things like that because I have been appointed to work outside of the local church. So that's pretty exciting. recognize me as an external pastor. So get ready, people.
0: External pastor. I'm on the internet's aunt Yeah. <laughs> um my tour is coming to a city nearer to you. Please go to the slash tour. Get your tickets um, LA is going to be Litty Titty. Um, Sarah, you can meet Heath. my parents. You can meet. Um, I was gonna say my parents, but oh, I'm not gonna go there. I almost made some morbid jokes, but we're not gonna go there because we have to wrap up. Follow me on the internet, the Kevin Garcia. Um, and until next time, everyone, we are very proud of you. I'm just very proud, we're Auntie. We're so proud of you, Jared. You've
1: done such great work, Barry, Anything you want to say to your Any, um, nieces it, and nephews?
0: And not, what is a, I don't know what the gender fluid term is for the, what is it, you know, a non-binary child, whatever. Maybe a, a nephew, we'll call them nephews. A nephew, aw.
2: Cute, oh, cute, I like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, no,
2: I, I love that, I love that, um, you know, I, I would just say, it's funny, I was on a, a group with the people who are reading uh, my book, and I jumped into their, their book study, and they just all look so tired from trying to be good Christians and so I just Mm. kind of spent five minutes kind of pronouncing a a benediction a word of just Mm. stop trying so hard like oh my goodness you don't have to try so hard to be a good Christian that's so antithetical to the idea of grace and you're going to be fine you're enough and so I appreciate that you're you're saying you're proud of everyone that's a,
0: a good word Mm.
2: Thank
1: you so much for listening to this episode of Your Favorite Ants.
0: If you want to send your questions, shoot us an email uh, to askyourfavoriteants at gmail.com. All submissions will remain anonymous unless you want us to drag somebody in public for you. In which case, I mean, like, spill the tea.
1: <laughs> so send us your questions on relationships, spirituality, politics, deconstruction, etc., etc., all the things. And you can follow me across social media at Rev Sarah Heath.
0: You can follow me across social media at the Kevin Garcia. My website's TheKevinGarcia.com.
1: Mine's RevSarahEath.com.
0: And this has been a podcast that's a part of the Irreverent Media Group. So follow them and all of our great stuff at Irreverent.FM.
1: Thanks for joining us.
0: Bye. Bye. Make good, make good choices. I Thanks love you. so much. We I'll see you, you later.
1: Bye. We're so proud of you.
0: Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh.